Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly. Like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh, boy. You know what, Ed? You know what I think uh, we should start doing? What is it? Smile for the camera. That's right. Today's uh, today's show is called Smile for the Camera with Mitch Busk. Your smile is the switch that lets your love light shine. It is an indication that you have a good trust in yourself, not in who you think you should be, but in who you really are. A smile radiates a confidence that is contagious. On this episode, Daryl and Ed highlight the fact that when you smile, everything changes for the better. And during the second segment, beaming Mitch Busk, Helps us all relax into ourselves with today's daily word, smile. Ah. You know, it's great. I mean, our smile, when we smile, it really is like flipping the switch. Yes, it is. And there was a couple of sages from when we were younger. I know. I think there were um, two of them. Yeah, there was two. They were a team. A team. They were the tag team. Yes. And they gave us three breaths. That's right. That we're going to share, share with all of you. This is the inspiration for their hymnal. That everyone has come to love, and they've recently resurfaced. Resurfaced on a commercial. So let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. Ah, my smile flips the switch. Then whoop, there it is. Ah, come on. <laughs> my smile flips the switch. And then, whoop, day it is. Ah. <laughs> My smile flips the switch. And then, and whoop, day it is. Yeah, we were just talking on our walk about how oftentimes we think that we have to wait until after the conditions change before we can smile. It's like we withhold our joy 
We think, oh, once this happens and then that happens, or maybe when I get that job, then I'll start smiling. And the truth is that when we smile, we open the floodgates for all of our good to come to us and through us. Yeah, people are like I used to hear growing up. Yeah, I'll start smiling when things start changing for the better. That's right. But the truth is things start changing for the better because you've been smiling. That's right. It's it's like um, having like a stoic and like arms folded approach to living is is like keeping a, a lid on the very solution that you're seeking. And by encouraging other people to do the same thing, to not, well, the world, anytime the world's out of balance or inharmonious, it needs more love, more yes. joy, more creativity. The things that come and a smile is an indicator that you've taken the lid off of your joy and it is now flowing through you. And it's amazing how much that can transform the world. Yes, a confident man is a smiling man. Yeah. Because he's confident that everything is, is in, everything is in God's hands. So why wouldn't I be smiling? Yeah, you always say confidence means going forward with faith. Yes, it with is. With faith. This is perfect segue into that one. Okay. Because what you were just saying about thinking we have to be stoic. Okay, this one comes from a new day. Daryl and Ed recommend a morning routine. Wake up, read a few inspired books. If you get some of these books that are um, week, uh, daily readers, yes, makes it bad. easy because then you can just go through day by day. And... Um, Start with some reading, then do some meditation. Uh, you could set a timer, three minutes, seven minutes, 15 minutes, 17 minutes, whatever works for you. And then write down any affirmative thoughts that you're having, anything that occurred to you when you were reading or yes. when you were meditating or and make an affirmative yes. to-do list about what you want your day to be like. I'm going to bring the best of who I am to work. Everything is working out you know, on my behalf. And when I, uh, you know, I'm going to the grocery store and I'm every, everything I need is right where I need it. And whatever, you know, whatever you want your, you know, affirm the best because affirming things is putting your voice, not just listening to someone else or reading someone else, or even, you know, they say like meditation is like listening to God. And then the prayer is now when you're affirming with your own creative voice, the good. So this one comes from a new day. Anything we read, go to DarylNed.com, go to the reading list. And you can order it for yourself. Uh, we don't make money off the list, but we just want to make it easy for you. Uh, January 7th, a laugh is worth 100 groans in any market, said Charles Lamb. Many of us, as we become honest with ourselves, can begin to see that we, we take most things in life too seriously. We view our jobs, our status, our possessions, large and small, even life's little mishaps, with far more seriousness than they deserve. The heart of the matter, of course, is that we tend to take ourselves too seriously. While it's true that many things do require sincere attention, that doesn't mean we have to go about straight-faced and tight-lipped in all the areas of our lives. When we are excessively concerned, we limit our ability to have fun, to be relaxed and happy, in short, to enjoy life. If we find ourselves taking everything too seriously, if we see we're trying to manage things beyond our control, it's time to reorder our priorities asking ourselves what's really important. Perhaps then we can remember that we have a choice to burden ourselves by viewing everything as serious and therefore probably negative or to strive for a positive attitude with the goal of enjoying life uh, a day at a time as it unfolds. And then the thought for the day is lighten up. Did you see Did you what, read I, what you said? Well, I, I actually, this is another thing. When you have your little morning routine books, Yes. I mean, if you're listening to a podcast, you can't see this. But if you're watching on Facebook, you could see you could jot down little things that come to you. And what I wrote 
2017, because I'll put the year. Right, I noticed that. Control has its limits. Yes. Because this is really, it's really seriousness, I was thinking, beside, besides the fact that I like to think of it as fear pretending to act like a grown-up, because that's right. all it really is. Right. Seriousness. I'm being serious now. Right, right. It's fear pretending to be a grown-up. It's it's also um it's like a it's like a form of control and maybe making demands on myself. Yes. And so I wrote control has its limits. Yes. Because when I'm being serious, it means right as soon as I catch myself being serious and not smiling at the situation, I immediately not all the times want to believe it, but it's true every single time, is I am being, I'm fearful. And I'm fearful something is either not going to work out the way I think it ought to, or I'm going to get in trouble, or, or I'm going to lose something somehow if, it, if I don't make sure it gets done now in this right. way. And that never works because no. it's motivated out of fear. And if I act from that place, yes. which I have, Every single time, it doesn't give me the desired results. No. At, at best, at worst, it creates more of a problem. So at the bottom of this re reading, I wrote, control has its limits. Just for today, I risk control for faith and enjoy better than expected circumstances. You know, just yesterday, over the last few days uh, before that, uh, I was the fear of my... Uh, and. Uh, the stress and the seriousness of my job as an, a special education teacher. Well, it's the perceived seriousness. Well, yeah, let's of get your to job. it. Yeah, yeah, let's get to that point. So yes. now all that stuff was starting to build up in my head because, believe me, I was what I was hearing all the uh, the noise of the concerns, the like you said, what people are seeing. It all comes down to perception, right? But a lot of people are saying, you know, like I don't know. In my own mind, was just starting to everything started to feel really serious and like I was falling behind, or I felt like I was falling behind, and I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And you know, and I was starting to feel that serious feeling. And then uh, first thing that happened was I got a good night's sleep for the first time in a minute, and I realized, man, I'm trying to do too much here. I'm trying to, and I knew this all along, but it was just so loud in my head that I could. It was hard to kind of like um, cut the wires and get back into joy. But I kept doing it anyway. I kept opting to smile. And that morning I woke up and I had finally got a good night's sleep and I was like, wow, I am just doing too much. I got to let God do what God does, which is a majority, as we say, the heavy mean, lifting. When you mean doing too much, do you mean like in your mind? Yeah, thinking, in my like, mind, yeah, that, yeah, trying yeah. to do like, I gotta control, this. like yeah. you said, trying yeah. to control too much. Trying, yeah, that's really exactly what you Cause said. Because we're never, because I, I thought about the other day, I'm never really doing too much when I say I'm trying to do too much. Yeah. I realized mm -hmm. I'm doing too much in yes. my own imagination. That's right. That's right. Of, I gotta do, like, I'm making these right. scenarios. And, that, that, and that's when things get serious, when too much of my mental bandwidth yes. is trying to manage everything in my head and it's beyond what I can control. Like you, we just read about like what you just said. And so thankfully I, you know, but it was one, I think it, what happened was I hit like a deeper spot inside me where I needed to just let go of the illusion yes. that I'm working too hard. That yes. I can't, that it's mine. That's my <laughs> yeah. job to, you know, like, so 
thankfully, like I meditated, I did my morning routine. I had this awareness of like that God is just like we always talk about in the show that like I am fully loved and supported and I felt all that weight lift off of me. And yes. I realized I don't really have that many things I need to do. Yes, that's what happens. Yes. Yeah, it's not that serious. So I, but then I got in the shower and it all came kind of rushing back and I felt like it. So, but that's somehow to that, that day yesterday, I said, you know, what was I feeling just a few minutes ago when I was meditating and when I was affirming this stuff? And it kind of like, that got me to kick another step and get, you know, get ready for my day. And then I decided to go move my car before I started teaching on Zoom. And while I was, you know, remember, all of the concern I was releasing was, Am I doing enough for the kids? I'm not doing enough for the kids. This and that and the other thing. So, or but, the parents, or the district, or yeah. everything. So, our, our, while I'm moving my car, because we always say it's like you got to do the little inspired hunches, even if they seem unrelated to the quote serious thing you think well, you got to get done. That means they're the things I've come to find out. I'm getting better at that, at knowing that that means. That's what I got to go do. Right. If you have a project you're working on and you get a, you get the hunch or the, the the urge to go eat or yeah. someone calls and invites you to go to coffee and it, it feels really good like the first yeah. thought is to do that but then you go no 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 i'm busy no it means go do that because yes like you're going to share in this story no, but yeah i like what you're saying because that is often the link in the chain of your good yes and we were talking about it on our walk beforehand too often we're like a punishing uh parent to ourselves, like a punishing parent that says no you're not allowed to have anything joyful. You're not allowed to do that until you do this other thing. Like until you so suffer take care this. of everything that's serious right now, then you could go meet with your friend. Yeah. But the problem with that is number one, I'm always going to feel the pressure because I'm treating my subconscious mind like a bad child. Right. And, and worse, I'm constantly putting off. When will it be okay yes. that I am happy? Not to mention like what, what, Making a job, some making ourselves into a victim that we have to go to a job or that we have to do this or that actually is so counterproductive because really we're at our best when we're bringing our joy yes! to whatever we're doing. So I was walking back from moving my car because of street sweeping that day, and I looked down at my phone and I have a friend from the school district who's a, a, a Alicia Jackson. I've mentioned her on the show before. She's amazing. She's always she she's a, like a coaches teachers. She makes she supports teachers to make sure. They feel supported that they, if they need ideas of how to teach something or what, you know, like, so she's really amazing. And remember, I was just thinking about, am I doing enough for teaching? And right. so I look down and I get, a I get a text from Alicia while I'm walking back to the house to get ready to teach. And she said, good morning, my friend. You and Daryl bless me weekly through the funniest thing. And we didn't even know she listened to the show. I know. And she said, I, and then she said, I want you to know that you in capital letters, Y-O-U, are a blessing to all that know you. Your students are blessed and are receiving what they need. You are love and it shows. Let's catch up soon. So I turned over this whole thing and I had to let go of the belief that I was on my own, that I would, that I had to do all too much or blah, 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 it's too much for me. And right at that moment, I got this text from someone who, who trains teachers for a living telling me, your students are blessed and are receiving what they need. Like how much more of a direct answer to my prayer could I possibly get? And then it just got better. By the time I implemented a couple of new things I had decided to try for fun. All of a sudden my kids were way more engaged because I'm teaching through Zoom. And you know, I have kids on, on the spectrum of autism or 
Down syndrome, all this. So I'm always like, how can I get it more engaging? And for some reason, I tried a few new little things. This was, we always, we talk about, Emmett Fox calls it the devil's last ditch. It's like I was having that devil's last ditch or it's darkest before dawn or yes. all the resistance of Florence Coalition right before our good manifests. All those old aliens, those old dark thoughts start to come up, you know, and, and to the surface to be released. But it feels like they're taking over, right? It feels like they're siege, yes. whatever, oh, laying siege to the Capitol. <laughs> but really, it's a moment of transformation, like for the better, that our good is on the doorstep. And we just have to smile and let it in and let go of the burden that we think we're carrying. Like you said, every time I think I'm, quote, doing too much, it's really, a, I'm not, I'm actually like, like today, I just, I, instead of getting a lot done, I just spent the time relaxing and affirming. I have plenty of time to get everything done. I, you know, and as I did, I was like, what, who am I kidding here? I have all the time in the world to get things well, done. Well, you know how that reading said, and sometimes the reading you read, it said sometimes we feel like running away. That one? Yeah, the reading yes. right here. Uh -huh. Like it says, um, some of the thoughts that come up when we're starting to overwhelm ourselves, uh, I can't find any. But, you know, one of the options is I'll start getting resentful. Yeah. I'll feel like running away. I don't think we read that in there. Oh, maybe it's from another something morning. Else you read. Maybe yeah. it's another morning But reader. that's a good point anyway. No, I, I can relate well, to what you're saying. So, because the same thing happened to me early in the week. For some reason, I started out, first of all, I don't care how good it looks. This is just my own personal mm -hmm. recommendation. This may change next week, folks. But I'm going to tell you something. Ed warned me. But I thought, it can't hurt me. Mm -hmm, I'm going to tell mm -hmm, you something. Mm -hmm. No matter how joyful things start looking on YouTube right before bed, <laughs> do not do it. Do not <laughs> press play. Because I started watching stuff that I thought was very positive, and it was. But then it started leading me down a rabbit hole to the point I was just telling myself, what's the use? I've never amounted to anything. I'm 58. I didn't do all the stuff these young people are doing. There was no YouTuber. I'm not, so I had to throw all that out. I, I, I'm tossing and turning, but now it's turning into all the choices I yes. made were bad. You know, because now my mind's half asleep, making stuff up. I wake up overwhelmed. Overwhelmed that my house and the property I rent out is I'm telling myself there's so much work that needs to be done. Oh, yeah. I neglect everything. Yeah. I'm a bad person. Yeah, you start looking through that yeah. lens. Oh, my God. It makes everything bad. So I got so overwhelmed. There's so much to do. I started thinking, we just need to sell this house and move to Montana. You know, just, oh, you know, yes. Just, I get it. I hear yeah, you. Just quick and like these insane, like, it's okay because it's worth more than it was when I got it. Because I, I, it's two of one. But there was this other voice. And we go, Daryl, there's not a lot here. If you just were grateful, if you were just handed this house, all it would all you'd be like, "Holy cow, I'm so fortunate to live here." But the other half of me's gone; didn't want to hear that. Yeah. And then, then I sit down on the couch. I do my morning routine. And this is the thing, like the song, "Smile When Your Heart Is Aching." Yeah. Because it's saying, just keep left foot, right foot, left foot, right. Just keep doing like you did. You meditated, even though your mind was going, "Wah!" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just. Stick with it, folks. So I sit down. I still do my morning routine. And the idea came, well, why not make a list of everything? And I got that scared voice, like when yeah. you're, like you don't want to call it, make a yeah, doctor's I appointment. Yes. Because then they'll they'll confirm your worst nightmare. Yes. So I go, no, I'm not going to make a list because it'll be right. too long. But 
because Mike Dugan were always getting to kind of had Mike Dugan in there saying, come on, just make a list. Yes. And I started making the list. And I knew that other part of me knew, Daryl, when you make the list, you're going to see it really isn't that overwhelming. Yeah. What you're talking about. And folks, I did it. I just made the list. This needs to be done. Yeah. This needs to be done. This, this, this. And then I was like, it relieved so much because like I said, it just seems like there's a lot because it's in the head. Yes, And once exactly. I made the list and saw, even though some of the things I'll need a contractor for, I was able to, it reduced all that nightmare. Yes. And then I listed about five of those things I could do. And those five things got done this week. Yes. And I'm telling you, folks, this stuff works. And this is just on a very practical level. But here's the best part. Yes. I was talking to Ed about this and I said, you know what, Ed, as long as we're being cooperative with what we know is to be what's true, you know, yes. co-creating with God, meaning moving into the light. And I shared a quote with Ed that I love. It's from Sister Corita, mm -hmm. which is uh, making, was it making and doing our acts of hope? And it gives us a feeling that all is right in the world. Every yes. act of making and doing. And that is, when I'm a co-creator with God, I was thinking, you know what? Instead of being sitting down on the couch, watching the news all the time, it's like just by doing these little chores around the house I need to do, I was like, if I just do this, mind my own square, yes, you know, or draw your drawings, or you like you go to the school and do what's in front of you. Yes, it's like everything drops into perspective, and with all the crazy stuff on the news, I felt immune to it. Yes, because I was in this. This I was in. There's a definition of salvation I came across this week from Webster's Dictionary. That's in a book called Man's Victorious Spirit. Spirit. His name's Holland. And it in there, he gives the Webster definition, which is no for salvation, which is releasing my clinging to the phenomenon of what's going on around me. Right. And instead allowing myself to be elevated to the great reality. Yeah, all is well deep down. Yes, you know, uh, uh, the game of life by Florence Scovel Shin is a great book to read, uh, especially if you're new to it or even if you've been in it a long time. It's great reminders. But what I think what I'm what I'm realizing is so much of what we're talking about is treating the concern or the mental yes. strain in our brain. Yes, we're like making the game hard because a lot of us have been taught that it's not a game that it's it is, it is hard. hard life is hard and the, actually the title for this was inspired because uh there's a guy named strider wazalewski who's a announcer for the world surf league which is like the biggest surf tour in the right. world and he was he's from santa monica and he was i looked down the beach the other day and i was like i think that's strider and then i go nah daryl and i are, are, are the same way we both always think we see people like kid and play or whatever <laughs> And then it turns out it's not them, right? So I, I dismissed it. But then later that night on Strider's Instagram, I saw him standing at the tower, one away from where I was surfing. So I did see him. Yes. But what struck me was the guys who I know who are my age, I'm 46, they're like my age or a little older, 
Rolly, for yeah, example. they're my age. He's almost my so, age. So they were meeting their hero, which is Strider. Yes. Which, but rather than bubbling over with joy like we would, yes, they were. They had like a staunch serious. They were trying to look like hard, like they were like hard yes. teenage. I'm like, and that's what made Daryl and I start talking. I was like, just smile for the camera. And I was just thinking, yeah. when we get in our mind that life is hard and it's a strain and we're on we're on our own and we're struggling, we forget it's actually the opposite of yes. that. Yes, because that's a perfect point. Because they are actually putting on a a face that they think they need to put on because they don't they're not allowing them to be themselves because joy is ourselves. That's right, and, our nature. And it's funny. There's a giant, and that's why we wrote in our description right here. Uh, your smile is the switch that lets your love light shine. It is an indication that you have a good trust in yourself, not in who you think you should be, but who you really are. And there's a Chinese proverb. It's short, and yeah, you've got to hear it, folks, because this hits at home every time. It's tension is who you think you should be. Relaxation is who you are. That's so right. smile for the camera, folks, in your selfies and in your Instagram posts. And that's why we have our guest on, because this guy, he's always himself. He's always smiling. And he's always smiling. And he's he's always, our youngest guest to date. And he loves, you can tell, he loves being him. That's right. I'm going to take us out yes. with this reading from May Rowland, Make Joy a Habit. It's actually from a, a free Unity pamphlet, pamphlet called Truth Be Told. Go to DarylNed.com for you. There's a link for where you can get these free things from yes. Unity. She says, when you're enshrouded in gloom, you can do something about it. If you've been depressed, unhappy, anxious, hurt, or disappointed, you do not need to wait for a certain turn of events in order for, to become joyous again. The change can come through a change in your thinking, even in the midst of gloom. Drop a thought of joy into your mind and you will begin at once to get a joyous reaction. Like the ripples that extend out and out when a stone is dropped into a pool, even one thought of joy reaches out and out into your entire life and starts a joyous reaction. True happiness is not dependent on conditions. It's not dependent on other persons or on things. It derives from our attitudes of mind. True happiness is an outgrowth of developing the habit of joy. Yes. We must cultivate and increase our ability to enjoy life today. Then the very spirit of happiness will accompany, accompany us tomorrow. Our capacity to enjoy life increases as we use it. All of us can learn to transcend conditions. We can learn to control our moods and our reactions to life. We can learn to make joy a habit. We can be the kind of person we want to be. The power lies within. As we take even one idea of truth and live with it and work with it, as we refresh our mind daily through prayer, we awaken our divine nature and a transformation begins to take place within us. Life is yours to enjoy. You can control your moods and your reactions to life. You can make joy a habit. Yes, that's a healthy habit. Woo! Coming up next, beaming Mitch Busk helps us all relax into ourselves with today's Daily Word Smile. Thank you for listening to the funniest thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. 
or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's episode is called Smile for the Camera with Mitch Busk. Daryl, I know you have a great quote from Charles Fillmore that you yes, want to share. Yes, I have a great quote from Charles Fillmore because what we're trying to get the point across in this episode is we're not happy because things are going great. Things are going great because we're happy. That's right. That is the spiritual law. But I also had to remember with all this, ne- like when negative things come up, I have to use and believe in a, a Fillmore quote, Charles Fillmore, who was a found, co-founder of Unity, when he said, God loves to be used. And the more you use him, the more he does for you. And I wrote to myself today, this morning, today I rely on God power to free me from any discordant thoughts. When they pop up, I ask God to sweep them out. And I go happy, joyous, and free to enjoy, dot, dot, dot. And that's when I wrote my to-do list, Ed. Well, that's when, um, you can't, I, don't re- I didn't really start smiling in my life again as an adult until I realized that there is a God power behind everything. There is a positive flow of life. That's why I can stop thinking so much yes. and stop being so concerned. Because I can trust that the higher power, that my true father... In heaven, my mother, my, my life is is flowing in a positive direction, yes. and it, that's what happened to me in the story I told you earlier. Here, I, I have to share this 1980 uh, daily word from September 3rd. It says the word was joy. September 3rd, Wednesday, and this is from Fanny Johnson, who's my friend Richard Johnson's grandmother, and he's seven, 73 now. So anyway, this was her daily word. From 1980, it says, I abide in God and I am filled with joy. I yes. know it. I feel it. I show it. Today is the day of rejoicing because God is is, and you are. The joy of the Lord is your strength all day long. Go your way rejoicing and giving thanks that the Lord of your being prepares the way for you yes. and provides you with the necessary strength to move forward triumphantly. Be glad that inner joy causes you to act positively in every situation. Let your heart sing with the joy that gives you a new outlook on life. Joy makes your mind alert, your body healthy and free, the affairs of your life orderly and prosperous, and your personal world peaceful and content. Like a shining sun, you flood your environment with love, kindness, and goodwill, and a spirit of joy is kindled in those around you. Joy is within you. You know it. You feel it. You show it. It says, let all those who take refuge in thee rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy. Well, Psalms that, 511. That's why a smiling man is an indication of a confident man. Because how could you not be smiling yes. when you're joyfully expecting, because you have faith, that God's making all the arrangements and they're all good. And we realize, yes, that along those lines, life is rigged in our favor. Yes. It's like, ah, ha, ha, I know something, you know, like that, that. Maybe not everyone is aware of, but that it's it's rigged in my favor. And the more we encourage others through our belief that it's rigged in our favor to let them know it's rigged in their favor, we just keep reinforcing. It's rigged in everyone's favor. Yes. yes. And it's so, reinforcing the truth. Speaking of encouraging others, we want to thank our listeners. And uh, thank you for joining us every week and participating and sharing your stories. You can uh, go to the contact form at DarylAndEd.com to send us an email. Or message us through Facebook at the Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed fan page. We also, if you want to send us something by mail, Funniest Thing, PO Box 1312, 
Culver City, California, 90232. That really does make our day when we look in that yes. box and find something. Um, or if you ever want to join us on the air to read the Daily Word, let us know. We also want to thank Chief Engineer Jeff Comfort, who's back from vacation uh, this week. We're so happy that he's here to help us. And he, he really is the heart and soul of this network. And we are so grateful for him because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Shout out to Message of Hope. They provide free spiritual materials to those in need. They're an outreach of the Daily Word. If you want to support their ministry uh, or access what they do, 866-421-3066. Speaking of phone numbers, there's a very important phone number for the prayer line, a.k.a. Silent Unity, which is 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. If you want help smiling for the camera, because this is not about an artificial smile. No. It's about getting in touch with who you really are, with what life really is, yes. and then letting the, yourself naturally smile. So if you call the prayer line, they have a bit, uh, that's 800-669-7729. They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray, where you can type in your prayers or press yes. one button. You can call them. If you call Silent Unity, Daryl and I always say, if you press two, you'll hear a recorded prayer. Yeah. I did that today. Just do it in your car, man. Yeah. It's heaven. But hearing someone pray with a smile from that because they're affirming life from a place of knowing that all is well, it's so helpful sometimes to help me smile. So we highly recommend it. I've used it several times in this last week. Um, oh, that leads us to the Daily Word. Uh, if you go to DarylNet.com at the bottom, you'll see Daily Word refreshes every day. You can read it there. You go to DailyWord.com and read it. Yeah. Um, you can order it there. It's the most. It's the best deal you're going to get for a, a daily reader. You got it. Uh, yeah, and subscribe to it. Get the paper version mailed to you. I subscribe for people as gifts, birthday gifts, and you get it for a year. I tell them I, I treat them to their first year, but after that they're on their own. It's only it comes to literally three cents a day. Yeah, and the thing is, it's we don't get paid to. No. to, to uh, we're not sponsored by the Daily Word, but we no. just read it, and it's been so helpful to us, and it's just been. It's such a big part of what unity is about, and it's just a wonderful thing. But to help us today yes! to read the Daily Word is someone that we met uh, when I was I was running a lunch group over at the middle school in Culver City here. He came in smiling, and uh, I remember the first time he introduced himself, he was wearing a suit, a bit oversized, but deal. <laughs> and he was like, but he was the most uh, joyful and professional. One of the most joyful and professional people I've met in, in my he field. Was, he was joy, literally joyful and triumphant. He was joyful and triumphant. Through that, Daryl used to come in and do some art with the kids. Or yeah. hang out, at least. I don't know yeah. what else he was doing there. But uh, <laughs> we had fun together. We all became friends. His name is Mitchell Busk. And uh, we're so happy to have him with us because, uh, again, he is a poster person for smiling. He's probably our youngest guest we've ever had. <laughs> Mitch Busk. Hello. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you. I actually want you to continue to talk about me. That would be so cool. No, I'm just kidding. But you said, hey, you said youngest on your show. Also, I money get money back guarantee youngest looking because I want to share this small uh, thing. When I started working at Culver City Middle School as a behavioral therapist, I didn't have my name tag on, I think, uh, for the first couple of days. Um, and uh, they were asking me, hey, um, you need to go back to class or it's lunchtime, you know, so I um, actually, I'm a decade older than these students that I'm working with. So I'm telling you, money back guarantee, guys. I was going to say, I was going to say, he's not necessarily, I was going to say that same thing, which I was going to, maybe he's not the youngest, but he is the youngest. Because when I met him, I thought right in my, my mind, I thought, 
dude, this is like 21 Jump Street, which was a show when I was like way yes, younger. Yes, Richard Greco. And Johnny it was Depp. like, guys your age, Mitch, but they looked young enough and they were actually like right. undercover cops. Oh, yeah. Right. They got that straight to high school. And I'm I like, well, this is this is real. I get when I yes. met Mitch. I could definitely be a narc. I totally agree with you, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, you're going to have me read the Daily Word right now, yeah? Yeah. yeah let's let's do, it. do it. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, guys, for inviting me on here. I'm so fired up. And uh, here it goes. Smile. When I smile. Oh, let me let me tell you this. Tuesday, January 5th, 2021? Yep. January 7th, excuse me. When I smile, I shine my light and share my love. My smile is one of the most versatile instruments in my spiritual toolbox. Smiling may indicate my mood my openness, my availability, and my willingness to interact or share. A simple smile opens a channel for two-way communication. If I observe someone who seems apprehensive or uncertain, my smile shares the message of my heart, conveying friendliness, caring, and and compassion. I can improve another person's day with a smile, a way to let them know they are not alone. Amen to that. My smile also elevates me and helps me Helps keep me positive. With love in my heart, I set my intention to be the light that buoys others' spirits and shines as peace and joy. Then we got um, a verse down here that says, I smiled on them when they had no confidence in the light of my countenance. They did not extinguish. Job 29:24. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Listen, I want to hear what you have to say, but I looked up that Bible verse. In the message version, which is the translation from Mm. Greek, the original, straight to English. So it, because the King James is through a series of translations from different languages. Listen to this version of that same Mm -hmm. Bible quote, because it really makes it clear. You ready, Ed? Right, yes. When I smiled at them, they could hardly believe it. Their faces Mm. lit up. Their troubles took wing. Yes. And that's what happens when we, that's what happens to me when someone smiles at me. Like, even if I'm not particularly feeling troubled, when I'm walking up the hill, like my little walk here in Culver City, which is, a, it's, you know, it's a public park. So there's yes. lots of people. And when any one of those people coming in the opposite direction smiles without, you know, me smiling first or yes. me making any sort of gesture towards them. It really like re I feel and yep. I feel energy flow through me and I'm yes. like I love this place. Like yep. it, it really is a wonderful mm. like it says, it's one of the most versatile instruments in my spiritual toolbox. Yes. It's definitely just like an infectious uh transfer of energy. I feel you on that, man. That's that's I love it. I pray in the morning and ta- and ask God, hey, please God use me as a light. And other people's day, use me in your in your will for other people. You know what I mean? Yes, and yeah, and, and uh, you you like what what else do you do? Tell us about like how you've found a way to maintain that positive outlook on life. Because I know anyone who met you would probably just think it's easy for you, but I know mm-hmm. you well enough to know that you've had to put in work to maintain. Oh, for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Totally. Here, let me tell you um, exactly. You're right. And it's it's just like, yeah, I definitely put a, a lot of practice. You know, you got to practice having faith. You got to practice trusting God. And ultimately, man, you, I had to fail, fail, fail for a long amount of time. And it's just like I remember sharing with you guys this where 
uh, I think it was the last time you guys or last time I was on this, uh, I was talking about just having stubborn optimism, you know, and people often talk about like, oh, toxic positivity, man, you got to, you know, sometimes you really need to just be in that grieving period. And I agree. But ultimately, it's just having that stubborn optimism in your spiritual toolbox to know, dude, I trust God. I who am I to dictate that this it should go this certain way? You know, God's God's will is perfect. And ultimately just relying on bottom line, baseline, relying on God's will, you know, and, and just trusting, letting go. What you guys were talking about earlier was a big, a big part of my learning process as far as, you know, having to, to fail and learn all these different ways to go about something until I found something that, that worked, you know? Yeah, I do know. You know, what's funny. <laughs> Two things came up. One, Ed, when you were sharing about going to school, or like any of us, when I think about coming to a situation I think is serious, and it could even be just fixing things around the house. I mean, it could be something as ridiculous as small as that, or like you having to face, you know, teachers and parents at a parent-teacher meeting. Mm. What you said is perfect. When I go in there thinking I got to protect myself, yes, it's a living hell. Yes. And I'm, I mean, it's horrible. And I can't bring the joy. And if I try to bring the joy, it's me really actually affirming fear because I'm trying not to act. I'm going to show that I am confident. Yeah. But when I, but the only thing that makes it doable is when I think about what can I bring, like love. I'm talking about love. What love can I bring? And that brings me back to like, it's, I got to remember, ultimately, that's my divine assignment. Hmm. You know what I mean? And yes. all these little things that get thrown in our way yeah. or that we're responsible for, even like something positive, that those are just like, you know how in Mission Impossible, they say, this is your mission. Your mission is to bring about the, you know, in his case, to create a series of events to save the world. Okay. Yeah. Which is really what we're doing, you know, right, in our true. little part. Right. But, we're but, saving our own world. Yeah. But during that, you're going to have to assume, during that process, you're going to have to assume the identity today as A, a customer at Starbucks. Later in the day, you're going to have to assume the identity of a special ed teacher. Yes. Carol, you're going to assume the identity <laughs> of, of a, you know, a, yes. land, a landlord as a property owner as a, you know, illustrator or whatever it is, or, you know, even with you, um, you know, Mitch, whatever it is, you know, today, during the day, you're going to assume these different roles, you know, like the, the yeah, team on Mission yeah. Impossible. But ultimately, remember that your mission is you're bringing light to the situation. Yeah. Like you, mm. you, are, you are God's ambassador. And that is what saves the world. Yes, and if we're you're a to, divine if, agent. Yeah. Yes. We listened to great Reverend Ike today that got us revved up. And it was, are you living by choice mm -hmm. or chance? Mm -hmm. And choice means, are you going to remember who you really are and bring love to the situation? That's the way I took it as. Instead of trying to fix anybody else, or if you're one of those people he even says that thinks... You know, the world needs to be fixed and this is how it ought to be done. He goes, you're going about it the wrong way because it's really just if you improve yourself yes. by bringing love to the situations that you can within your own realm of influence, then that is going to heal and change the world for the better.
That's right. Anything else, trying to get others to do it, is just meddling. That's what he said. Yeah. It's just meddling. And when I take that approach, man, it's a game changer. Yes. But, but my head isn't always in that approach. And that's where, like Mitch said, that's where the practice comes in, where I have to just quote, you know, course myself. And I think there's nothing wrong with stubborn optimism. I loved when you said that a while back. I was like, yep. man. That's because you're really being stubborn to God's will, which is positive. Totally, I agree with that. Um, you're, wait, you're, I have a question. You're talking about stubborn optimism in a way where it's, a, it's kind of like a negative quality? Or are you talking no, about like, okay, okay. I'm, because I'm you're driven. really doing, that's really just being yeah. stubborn in a positive way, meaning yes. 100% in on God's will. Mm-hmm. Because That's God is good and God is love. So being anything other than optimistic is now I'm starting to doubt that love and good is there. Mm-hmm. Totally. And another thing that we were, I think it was, I think I'm going to be re- reiterating it, but it's like viewing just any, any sort of situation in a positive manner is not only productive to other people's will and, or excuse me, to God's will in other people's life, but to your will, you know, being that light in any sort of circumstances, you know, is being able, you don't know how much of an effect you're going to have for, to the person, you know, like what you're talking about walking down um, in the park and just smiling. Like I know for a fact, you know, the majority of the time, I don't see a lot of people smiling at me, but when I do, that's just like, I want to be around that person. I want to be around someone who provoke or inspires positivity. You know, I'm so, but that's why I, whenever I cross paths with you guys, it's just like really regenerates my my perspective of being able to just look at the light of situations, you know, and just being conscious of who I'm surrounding myself with, you know. Yeah. Well, because it's really realism. Yes. Yeah, like if you yeah. take the words that way, stubborn optimism, it's not it. It's the most practical yes. approach. Yeah. Because like, Anything. look where I am right now. Everyone's fine. We're healthy. We're we're blessed. That's right. Anything else is an immature perspective on life and it is, yep. is based on misunderstanding. A lot of people, a lot of times, yes. people, immature people will expound these things about way, the way you should see it or what you should do. But the more, the reason it's wisdom, it's like, uh, like you know, the wise people are often overlooked um, in every good story. You know, oh, oh, here's from Alan Cohen on December 24th. Daryl is pointing out. Anwar um, Sadat's quote. Yeah, Anwar Sadat said, um, the great Egyptian statesman said, you're not a realist unless you believe in miracles. Mm. Because miracles is really a way of describing divine order. Yes! Some people call it a higher order, and it is higher than the crap that most people have, been, have like us have been taught to believe, that we live in a cruel world, that there's not enough to go around. It's that All of that is nonsense. It's a myth that's continued to per- perpetuate itself. So, like... I, I like to weave all of it together. Some people, whether like they make the letting yourself have negative feelings and stuff, that doesn't have to be like this long, drawn out thing. Yeah. But you just let it come out. Let, let it, come it come into the light. Don't be afraid of it. Don't define mm. yourself by it. Or mm. but just let it come out. I, you know who saved my ass with that? Mike Dugan coupled with Florence Scovel's shin. Yeah. Where they said when you have these negative vibes or sadness come up. Yeah. It's not coming up to be dwelled upon. It's coming up because you're actually changing for the better 
And now these things in the subconscious, yeah. they can't just keep being packed down in there. No. They have to come up yes. through the subconscious, through the conscious mind, meaning you become aware, oh, I feel sad about this from a long time ago. And he goes, that's great, because now it's coming up and out. Yeah. You know, like, now you can choose. Do you yes. want to remain sad about that? Or bless it and let it go. Yeah. Yes, exactly. let it go. And it's talking about through that, uh, you know, I find myself feeling very uncomfortable whenever I'm, you know, resting in those negative emotions. But also what is un uncomfortable as well as shifting that perspective from sitting in those emotions and feeling, you know, defined by it, but smiling, essentially, you know, like switching it up. And like yes. that, I remember I want to share like through that discomfort that yields growth, you know, am I going to want to be stagnant for the majority of my life? Or am I going to um, just push myself to a, like an uncomfortable position to, to but like really solid down those new skills to be smiling, you know, and to yes. be positive. I wake up in the morning and this sounds so creepy. This is when you guys invited me on. I'm like, okay, this is totally perfect. I'm sharing this and I'm really glad I remembered it, but it was like, uh, t I implemented in my kind of morning routine. Um, like I when I try to wake up, you know, I, obviously my mind goes phone, 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 you know, yeah, but right. hell yeah. no, I'm cu I cut that out and I try to just like wake up and smile. I swear. I don't know. Did you guys say that a while ago where you wake up and you just, you force yourself to smile, you know, I don't know Good if you babe, said that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll you literally, that. yeah, you're literally in your bed and you're smiling. Like you're, you, what I want to do is I want to go back to bed, but I'm going to smile. I'm going to manifest that positivity into the first thing of my day. You know, first step forward, boom, do that. Make your bed. You're golden. You're slapping the donkey on the took us and you're taking off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your, day, your day is going well. Two things, little baby steps, you know, and it just, it's like that, baby, you know? I, Mitch, I, I, I purposely leave my phone, and I'm like old enough to be your grandfather, probably. <laughs> I practice the same restraint with the phone. It's not just yeah. young kids you know, look at their phone. Everybody does. So mm -hmm. I leave it upside down on my nightstand, and I do my morning routine first. You know, I read my spirit. Then, after I eat and shower, then I'm allowed to look at my phone. Yeah, then, then I'm in a good then totally. I'm in a good place to look at it. And I like the smiling activity because it's like, why would I, when it, when I, oh, it only works on me when I ask myself, well, why wouldn't I want to think a positive thought right now? <laughs> I know. Why yeah. would, but I don't, like there's, there's parts of my mind that want to resist it. But <laughs> Oh, dude, when, for sure. It's uncomfortable. That's what it's all about. Is that I wake up and I'm like, dude, I, and then I inevitably think about something that affected me in the past that, oh, what do you know? I have no control over. And I want to get like a tattoo of a frowny face on my neck and let everyone know, like, please just like resonate with my sadness that I'm going through. Yes. But, you know, it's, it's just so counterproductive and self-destructive, you know? Agree. I agree. Man. It goes along with the myth Ed said that with this mistaken myth that somehow being in pain is a virtue. And it's not. <laughs> being happy is a virtue. That's oh, right. It's helpful. It leads to yes. every good thing. Um, yeah. Mitch, plus we need to get moving right now. We got about two and a half minutes before we for need sure. to wrap up. So don't hang up yet. Thank you for joining us, man. Yeah, anytime, man. Thank you for inviting me on. It's a blessing, man. All right. Listen, oh, by the way, speaking of beaming Mitch Busk. I know we got this from TMZ about you. Read it, Ed. You know oh, many, no way. Oh, yeah. Do you know how many skateboarders it takes to change a light bulb? <laughs> no. Well, it takes three. One to do it. Another one to film it. 
And one more to say, that was sick, man. <laughs> Bro, wow. That actually, I wrote that and published it under Google Jokes to Google Jokes. So Here I need my money for it. <laughs> Here comes Enzo, the FedEx Freeline. What the cat drag in, Ed? Well, we got... Um, Whoa. Oh, it's from Serena Leffler who said, thanks, everyone. Special thanks to Krista. That's referencing the episode called Breaking News. Uh, the, what's it called? Breaking News? The story is not as bad as the headline. I really think everyone needs to listen to that episode or we'll benefit from it at least. She said, lots of us are on the same path. You're not alone. Kathleen Kathleen Carney said, lots of great, great headlines tonight. She talked about a bunch of political stuff. And, of course, the worst for her was Kim Ye's impending divorce. She said, your, must, your message came just in the nick of time. Oh, oh, who are these? Who's this? Who is that? Because uh, I don't really recognize. Um, oh, it's. Uh, um, uh, uh, it is Gloria Stefan. No, oh, is it? <laughs> yes. Wow. Gloria Stefan. Hi, Gloria. Hi. Gloria. <laughs> you have something we can sing to take us out of here? Sing. All right. You ready? Yeah. Turn Woo. your frown around. Love to see you grinning. <laughs> Turn it upside down. Love to see you grinning. We love to see you. Visit DarylNed.com to find Mitch easy Buss, links. We love you. To everything Woo! we do. Jeff for Cohen, being a part of Turn <laughs> Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Around. We love to see you grinning. Turn it upside down. We love to see you grinning. We love to see you. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org.